Rick's reading list is about a book that is called Devil in the White City. It's written by Eric Larson, who has written at least four bestsellers, sold more than five and a half million copies. This is actually a book that was written back in 2003. And to read, I'm just going to read you a little bit from the uh, from the back cover. Bringing Chicago circa 1893 to vivid life, Eric Larson's spellbinding bestseller intertwines the true tale of two men, the brilliant architect behind the legendary 1893 World's Fair, striving to secure America's place in the world, and the cunning serial killer who used the fair to lure his victims to their death. Combining meticulous research with nail-biting storytelling, Larson has crafted a narrative with all the wonder of newly discovered history and the thrills of the best fiction. It is a really powerful book in that it looks at a lot of things within the history and the growth of our country uh, more than 120 years ago. So Chicago of 1870, after the Civil War, Chicago, which is known as basically being a slaughterhouse city, that that was so much of what was going on there was the meatpacking and things like that. It was thought to be a vulgar, rough, and it was nasty city in many regards. But Chicago wanted to escape from that notion. Chicago wanted to find itself in the same conversation with New York or Paris, Ah, Paris, the city that had hosted the World's Fair prior and erected the Eiffel Tower as a way to show the world what a lasting legacy Paris had left on the world. So Chicago wanted to get the World's Fair. They bid for it and ultimately managed to get it away from New York City. So what was Chicago going to do? Sort of the stepsister of New York, if you will. And oh, by the way, of Philadelphia as well. But it had been very quickly growing in population. So as Chicago became the third largest city in the United States, it wanted to be that kid brother that says, I can do it too. And so they set out to hire the greatest architects that they could find to build a second city within Chicago that would be magnificent that would be spectacular in terms of its largesse and at the same time its ability to showcase the world within Chicago on the banks of Lake Michigan. They went about doing this with an architect who was one of the best that the world has ever known, that he was going to go about building this city in, um, uh, in Chicago. And they were going to call it literally the White City, because what it ended up doing is it ended up being a really amazing, and from an architectural standpoint, they did things that nobody thought that they would be able to do. And at the same time, they did it so quickly quickly. It took forever for them to get started, but once they hit their stride, they built something that the world couldn't wait to see. Despite the fact that there was economic uncertainty in the country, despite the fact that Chicago wasn't really New York City and was far away and they had labor unrest and they had strikes and they were dealing with all sorts of things, they brought in people like Burnham to design a lot of the architectural thing. They brought in Olmsted, who had designed Central Park in New York City to do all of the 
design work that had to do with the landscaping, if you will. They brought in these renowned builders to do the work and built this magnificent white city. The main attraction for the fair was the Ferris wheel. George Ferris from Pittsburgh, an engineer, designed it for the fair. Never had one been built before. This one's so large, it was 250 feet up into the air. You could take 2,000 people on a tour of top to bottom in a span of 20 minutes and look out over all of Chicago and all of the World's Fair. It was the creme de la creme. But as part of this story, nearby was the very first serial killer in the United States, a doctor, Dr. H.H. Holmes, who decided that what he wanted to do was prey on the many women who were coming to Chicago to make their mark there as well. Thousands of trains were coming to Chicago literally on a daily basis, and many young women were coming there from all around the country to make their place, that if they could do it in one of the biggest and toughest cities, they could do it anywhere. And yet what we find is this doctor starts to take advantage of these young women, that he literally ends up marrying three or four of them, and many of them end up dead. He ended up building a hotel very nearby the World's Fair because he knew that so many people would want to be at the fair that they could stay there. And that is where he, as a doctor, started to do some really evil and nasty things. Now, there are parts of it that are dark. There are parts of the story that you kind of cringe a little bit when you read about how he built this hotel literally with a gas furnace in the basement where he burned the bodies to get rid of them. I mean, he literally was a doctor, and so there was a need for skeletons, and so he literally would kill some of these people and then sell their bones to medical schools to use as uh, as skeletons for anatomy classes and physiology classes. So there's a darkness to it. But at the same time, there is something about the way that they put together this story of the anonymous deaths that were happening because these were forgotten people. They didn't know where they went. There wasn't the ability to communicate that many of them were typewriters or stenographers or seamstresses or weavers. They had come there to Chicago to find their mark, and he took advantage of it. And he was the very first serial killer in the United States. Eric Larson has an amazing way with words. 447 pages. It's the type of book that once you pick it up and once you get started, if you love history, if you love learning about something that maybe you don't know much about, if you like the ability to learn and at the same time work in what feels like fiction but is really, really a true story. This is a spectacular read. Eric Larson, E-R-I-K-L-A-R-S-O-N, Devil in the White City. I promise you, it's a book that you'll pick up and you'll have a hard time putting down and you're going to have a hard time forgetting about it too, because it really is one of those stories that you say it brings out the best in humanity in terms of what we designed and at the worst of humanity in terms of what was operating right around the corner under everyone's nose. Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Rick's reading list suggestion for this week.